Hello, language enthusiasts, and welcome to The Language Worker, a space to talk about the people involved in the language business in a broad sense. I'm interested in finding out how their training, work experience, and their passion for languages has shaped our guests' professional and, of course, personal lives. Join me on this journey to explore the multiple and unpredictable paths one can follow when we are involved in the magical world of languages. For this episode, I invited Carmen Cisneros, who is a vendor manager. Being a vendor manager myself for about eight years, it's a subject that is really close to my heart. So I thought it was important to bring someone passionate about their job and very active in the community to show the importance of vendor management as a crucial role for language service providers. Carmen published a book about vendor management, so I really wanted to talk to her and see what she had to say. Hi, everybody. I'm too excited today because I finally have a vendor manager with me. Everybody knows I keep talking about vendor managers and vendor management, and today is the day. So I have uh, Carmen, I guess it's Cisneros, but I will ask her to just say it right. So this is the first time that we're meeting that we're talking ever. Uh, we exchanged a few messages, but that's all. So it's really our very first conversation. And I tried not to ask her anything or almost <laughs> anything so that everything can be a surprise. You know, I like doing this stuff, right? So Carmen, if you have to present yourself, then what would you say <laughs> in a few sentences? Hello. Um, so I'm Carmen Cisneros. Yes, good pronunciation. I think you are the first person ever <laughs> that got that right on the first try. Yeah, exactly. I'm a neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm a vendor manager. Um, I love vendor management and everything that has to do with it. So I've been doing it for about seven years now. And I live in the UK, although I'm from Spain. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just work for a small company at the moment in the UK, but I've been working all over Europe and uh, I love my life. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to start, I guess. <laughs> I like that. You're the first person who says, I guess, in the first sentence, <laughs> I love my life. So it's great because you're a vendor manager. I totally understand this. So let's see what this means and how we got here, right? So when you studied, you studied translation, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so what happened? Why did you study translation? Why did you go into that path? What happened? Um, I wasn't really good at anything at school but English. <laughs> so, you know, I thought maybe English should be the thing that I should like uh, do in university. And um, I was thinking, you know, maybe tourism, maybe like marketing kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then I found out about translation. And uh, I thought, you know, interpreting sounds pretty good. Like you always have different things to do. And it's a hard job, but it's kind of like, it's always different. And I thought that's why I thought it would be really cool. Um, I wasn't really good at it in university either. <laughs> um, so I thought, you know, maybe translation in the end should be okay. Um, but I have actually never translated. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I went to do my um, apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was like an Erasmus practicus and okay. um, I went into Xerox and it was a project management role. So that was it. From there, I just started working in companies, different companies, always the same kind of roles, project management or vendor management. And, and now this is happening. <laughs> yeah. So I, I know a lot of people who did their internship in uh, LSPs and then ended up working as uh, project managers or project project 
coordinators depends on where you work and what terminology they choose right um but i think that after that people usually go back to their usual translation path at least most people that i know because i really think that to be a translator and to be a project manager it's like the the collision of two worlds because i always say you have to wear one cap for one thing and another cap for another thing because they're not even related jobs i mean of course they were always working with languages at the end but being a project manager it's a whole other story that has nothing to do or has very little to do with uh, language work really entails so how was this internship for you in uh, where was it in the um, budapest place or Oh, was in, in the UK, but then they oh. closed the, the office and I went to Budapest. Mm -hmm. um, it was okay. We did uh, some shadowing of the in-house translators that they had at the time. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, I don't know, it would be cool, but I just didn't think it was my calling. Um, however, talking to translators via email or calling, you know, it was much more, I guess, uh, customer service or something like that. And that's what <laughs> I really liked, <laughs> you know, talking to people and just like... Um, doing different things and meeting different people. So I just think that maybe translation wasn't my thing because it's kind of isolated sometimes. So, you know, mm -hmm. um, this one is much as much better my skills. Mm -hmm. so, so when they told you, well, welcome to this place where we do translation, but you're not doing translation, you're doing <laughs> project management. So your first reaction was, oh, okay, I love my life. Let's do it. Or was <laughs> it a bit <laughs> shocking? Actually, I had no, I saw the job description. I was like, I have no idea what it says. Like, I have no idea of any of these things because I, mm -hmm. my parents never work in an office either. So no one really told me like, what you do in an office? Like, what is an email and stuff like that? <laughs> um, so, you know, I thought it was just printing things and <laughs> um, maybe so, back yeah. in the day, I guess. <laughs> Once you get there and everything is explained, you are like, oh my God, they actually use software to translate. Like what? <laughs> because, you know, in those days also in university, they didn't use any, maybe Trados 2019 what are, or something. What are we talking about? In those days is when? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did 2008 to 2013, my university. I, that, was, that was recently. Everything was pretty much the way it is already. <laughs> Right. So, you know, yeah. I always love this this moment where you're doing your project management things and then all of a sudden something happens that you become this other thing that is even more unknown to the real world. So what happened? How was this transition? Um, so as a project manager, we used to have uh, meetings with vendor managers uh, just to talk about the, what is needed and how things are going and things like that. And I always thought, like, I really want to try that out. I really want to try that. And, you know, they would be talking about like contracts and negotiations. And I was like, wow, that's so cool. <laughs> so the next job that I got after Budapest, I, I said, I, I really want to go into vendor management if I can. So luckily I could. So yeah, it was really good. That was basically the start of everything. I came back to the UK. I started this new job and I started everything from scratch because like you said, there is nothing, there is no manual, there is no. <laughs> so my boss just explained everything to me, how to recruit people, how to yeah do the contract uh, business, you know, in general, everything. So it was very much another world different from what I already knew. Mm -hmm. So basically you were a project manager and then you applied to be a vendor manager. That is yeah. just like me. <laughs> that is, that's exactly my situation. So I, I worked for Transperfect 
And I thought I would I was gonna come back to Portugal because I was in Barcelona and I was a project manager there. And I loved the whole thing, the interaction with vendor managers, just like you say, and also the inter the interaction with vendors. I mean, I had them on Skype and it was just amazing. I loved, like you say, you're the first person talking about contracts and money and all that. I'm like, well, are you serious? I want to do this. But I wasn't actually thinking about getting a job when I came back to Portugal. The idea was just to, you know, work as a freelancer, create my own business, whatever. But a friend of mine was applying to this company where they were looking for vendor managers. And I'm like, what? No, are you serious? Are you serious? It's like, hey, you need to come to the interview. It's going to be a lot of fun, blah, blah, blah. And so I did. And that's how, how it happened, right? So I was a vendor manager for eight years. <laughs> So I know that's dedication, people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there was no vendor management department before when I joined the company. So what was your situation? Did this company that you apply for have um, a vendor management department already, or were you part of a team with more experience, or were you just brand new and you had to create it from scratch? What happened? Um, the rest of the people, yes, they had a, a few years of experience, um, but. I think I was the only one and then my boss was doing like all the finances apart from a bit of vendor management. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't a new department, but it wasn't really developed. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's something that happens every, every day now <laughs> in mm -hmm. the smaller yeah. companies where there is just one person doing the job or maybe just half a person really yeah, yeah, doing yeah. part <laughs> vendor management, part accounts or mm -hmm. things like that. Um, so yeah, that, that was it really. Uh, from there, we did got to develop a bit more um, mm. the, the department and just in general, you know, the tools we were working with and just modernize it a bit. I only was there for two years, so it wasn't a long time. But mm. So then you thought, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So after I'm, I'm done with this company, I'll continue looking for vendor management jobs. <laughs> yes, definitely. I had a bit of a break. I went to Ireland and I spent mm. there six months and it was so nice. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, for me, it was nice to go to Ireland too. <laughs> I wasn't there um, for work or anything. So I was, I, and I only went for, for a small period, a short period, but that was really nice. So I'm always very excited when people say, I've been to Ireland. I'm like, oh, because it's such a magical place. I mean, I guess just when you look uh, from the airplane, it's already magical. That's the, that's the impression that I have. You you look and you're like, oh my god, what is this? Am I dreaming? So I think it's very nice. Yeah, but so then, you were there relaxing. You're doing your research or vacation. yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't have a job, no house, nothing. <laughs> we just went around with a car uh, around the island, so visiting people and things like that. Mm -hmm. My boyfriend at the time was into uh, folk music. So we were just playing. Well, he was playing. I was watching. Um, in mo in most. I know. I know and, the style. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just there drinking <laughs> six months. Um, but yeah, so it was just kind of like a break. Um, and then when I came back to it, I said yes. I still want to do the same thing. I didn't want to move into project management. I did think about moving into vendor management for other industries, though. Mm. Um, like procurement, purchasing, maybe logistics, mm. warehouse, like administration and stuff like that. But it's just so different. It's completely different. Mm. Um, so I'm not even sure that the skills that we have as vendor mm. managers for this industry can really apply unless you like totally study something else. So yeah, that's guess, very, very interesting as well. Yeah. But I guess from your background and there's a love of languages there or else you wouldn't have decided to go into that. Right. 
So I guess it's, it, I guess that's why it wasn't so obvious for you to actually go and work in another type of business. I have a lot of friends who were project managers and vendor managers and have a, a language background. And they, once they, they quit their language jobs, they went into other things like chemistry and very technical things, and they seem to adjust well and like it. So maybe if you gave it a, a try, <laughs> it's not unheard of, I think, but I understand that if you really enjoy what you do in this format, in this type of context, then it, it, it's got to be hard to, 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 go, to go do something else in, in something that you don't identify with as much. So did everything go well or were you frightened by certain situations? Were you ever afraid of, you know, hurting people? What kind of feelings were there involved in all these years of being a, a vendor manager? Um... How do you feel about the job itself, right? And yeah, actually, with people in that specific context because it's very specific. Yeah, um, it has changed a lot. So uh, I was uh, taught to be like, you know, very tough uh, with vendors and stuff like that. You know, negotiation has to be strict. There is no oh. room for like uh, flexibility, things like that. Uh, but then over the years, that view has really, really changed a lot. Thing. And at the moment, I might be in the other side of the spectrum completely. <laughs> um, really? So it really depends on what the company guidelines is, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, yes, you don't really want to, you know, make someone unhappy or, you know, do a negotiation that is like going to um, damage the other person. So it's really a difficult balance sometimes because mm. you can see your people who are new to the industry and they don't really know how it works or like the rates and you can see they are giving you a very low rate. I usually don't accept that. I said, you know, maybe go and uh, like check this uh, resource here or, you know, um, talk to these people here and see what uh, you can do. But, uh, but yeah, at the same time, you know, it is a business. So I, always come from the point of view that I trust that they know how to keep their business safe in terms of money, in terms of availability, everything. And I will take care of my business or my company, you know? Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess that's the most we can do. I guess it's like people sometimes think that we go into those big LSP meetings, right? And there's like a huge monster there saying you have to eat them alive. And then we go back to our desks and we're like, yeah, let's do it. Like Uncle Scrooge kind of thing. Let's do this. Let's do this. But I think it's exactly the opposite. That's my experience is that, yes, you, you know what you have to do, but then you have to find it in you to also be very, you know, creative on the one side to make sure that things go a certain way. But on the other side, you have to be very flexible and you have to be much of a person and also put yourself in their shoes and understand where they're coming from and what the story is. And sometimes it's just the negotiation doesn't really exist there and you don't have to take it to the extreme, right? So that both people, both parts involved still feel okay about what, what just happened. So it's like, there was a lot of suffering sometimes when uh, more extreme things have to be done. I guess that's that's how we all felt as people in the company when something a bit more extreme had to be done. And then we were like talking to each other and trying to figure out how we would even ourselves, you know, process the whole thing in our heads so that when we talked to vendors, resources, these are the two forbidden words I know. So people, freelancers, <laughs> so that they wouldn't feel like we were there just to give them bad news because it's like when do vendor managers reach out to people 
for documents or rate reductions, right? <laughs> I'm afraid so, yes. Or maybe <laughs> recommendations sometimes. Yes, but... <laughs> yes, but there's other things, right? So in what in what contexts do we as vendor managers reach out to people? I guess there's there's other moments. Mm. I'm well at the moment I think many vendor managements are also doing quality. So, mm. you know, in terms of you know feedback and stuff like that. But um Ah, yes, I wanted to say um, another idea that I got when you were talking is that, you know, sometimes you just need to walk away, like, mm -hmm. you are not going to be able to work with everybody. You know, <laughs> if if it doesn't match, it doesn't match. You know, we move on and you will find other clients and I will find other resources. For sure. Um, so that's also something to take into account. It doesn't mm -hmm. always have to be forced. If yeah. it's the negotiation is not working, it's not working. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very psychological, I think, you know, because it's like there's a there's a lot to take into consideration constantly, right? But I, I really enjoyed doing it. And I think it, it's an experience in itself. <laughs> it's not only a job, but you're not just a vendor manager because you actually have, which is probably the very first book in vendor management that exists, or am I wrong? Um, I think so. I did my research before I started <laughs> I with it, it. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't find anything remotely similar. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So what can we find? Why should we read it? Is it for people who have the experience of being a vendor manager? Is it more directed towards people who need to know what a vendor management vendor manager really does but from a perspective of freelancer is it for the comp from the company's perspective so who should you know read your book and and take advantage of it um so it was designed for newcomers so mm -hmm. maybe students uh or maybe just people who are starting in in a vendor management role mm -hmm. however i found that everybody is buying it just because they need this oh. uh, kind of reassurance of mm -hmm. that what they're doing is correct, which is great <laughs> um, because it's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. It's just my whole opinion and experience is just there. So it doesn't really mean it's always correct. It doesn't always mean that it will work for you. Um, but yeah, there is lots of tips and uh, ideas of how to do things and how to treat translators. So. Mm -hmm. I also wanted to make it as a statement of like, you know, maybe this, um, like you said, you know, we are just not trying to get the cheap person uh, as fast as possible, uh, you know, things like that is, is more of the relationship and how to cultivate the relationship and, uh, um, yeah, just work long term really. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, I think everybody really can, can buy can benefit from it in some way or another i would mm -hmm. say even people who want to create their own um, vendor management department so maybe mm -hmm. ceos or department managers who maybe just have one person and then they they think like how would it work with two people with three people um, mm -hmm. because there are thousands of ways it would work or it would not work <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah um yeah yeah, I I cannot I should I should have read it already, but because there's so many things to do. <laughs> but of course, I'm 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 very interested because it's of course content that that I I'm genuinely interested in. So it's like something I should do, and then we can do a book review maybe, right? So I guess those are popular too in podcasts these days. <laughs> I should do it, but so then you also offer well, since you're an expert, let's say that then you offered. We were talking about these. Uh, workshops that you offered at some point and all of these things so what's the story with those 
Um, so I wanted to create a well, okay, let's start from the beginning. My <laughs> idea is that everybody in the industry should know how important vendor management is. Mm -hmm. um, I agree. <laughs> for companies, for freelance translators, for, uh, you know, everybody should really pay more attention to this role. Um, and I don't think it's the case. So I created uh, a company, um, which is, was just myself, as a consultancy kind of business, as a training, as a way of uh, just showcasing what vendor management actually, how can it benefit your company mm -hmm. or, or, you know, your daily life anyway. <laughs> um, so I started doing some um, articles on LinkedIn and I started this uh, vendor management group in LinkedIn as mm -hmm. well. And I just really wanted to get it out there and be like, you know, guys, we should all meet together if we can. <laughs> and then we should really, you know, tell the rest of the industry we are here and we are important. Um, so, so yeah, so I started doing also some videos with trainings um, that people could buy and I was doing some one-to-one -one, um, sessions. This was usually with um, junior vendor managers maybe or uh, people who didn't know how quite sure how to do vendor management and because mm -hmm. there wasn't at the time any books or any courses really that you can just buy and, and know how to do it. Um, so yeah, that, that was it. I was doing like uh, a lot of one-to-ones as well mm -hmm. with different companies. And that was quite, quite enjoyable because then I could see that, you know, it's just not me. Everybody is feeling the same way, you know, it's one vendor management in a whole company is just feeling isolated. They don't know if they're doing it right. They don't know if there is any other way they could do it. Um, so it was really, really rewarding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Well, I have to say that I didn't feel isolated because there was a point when we were, I think, 16 <laughs> in my department. Yeah. So, yes, it was it was a big thing. And it was really good because, you know, of course, we started uh, in, in the brand new department. So we had the chance to talk to other people who had been doing uh, recruitment for the company. And, you know, um, so it was really, really nice. But I, I do understand that it's like it's hard for a person to understand if they should apply for a vendor management role. Because now all of a sudden, I think the last two years or so, it's when you see that companies are actively looking for vendor managers, even if they called them the 100 possible names that you can have as a vendor manager, resource manager, talent, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's it's insane. So there's I've, I've only been a, a vendor manager, right? So th there was nothing else about the name of my role. So that was pretty clear. But how do you think that one can understand if what they have been doing and what they want to do is compatible with being a vendor manager and just applying for one of those roles mm, hopefully <laughs> i don't <laughs> i haven't really checked much but hopefully the job description will have some skills mm -hmm. and that's the good thing about vendor management because you cannot study it mm -hmm. or um it's just about practice so as long as you have the skills that, you know, are needed, I don't know, Excel, uh, communication with people, um, I don't know, uh, being a bit organized, <laughs> multitasking. <laughs> um, it, those are basic uh, skills, really, that anybody could have. You mm -hmm. just don't need, you just need to just get into it and do it. And then you will find it also if you like it, because it's very much fast paced. Um, you have these long deadlines, but then you need to actually meet them, you mm -hmm. know. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, even if you, 
haven't done it before, it doesn't really mean that you are not good for it. Because mm -hmm. on the other side, it's probably good people who have been uh, linguists, people who have been uh, brain managers, they could definitely uh, give it a try and probably be successful at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess probably what I what I used the most in my experience was definitely my PMing skills. <laughs> and I came from a huge company, right? So I guess it was, it was, and I, again, went to a huge company too. So I guess uh, that was, that was that for me. So in that sense, I ask, <laughs> you are an active member of Women in Localization, right? So why would a vendor manager specifically join Women in Localization? Very good. Um, because I am the education and mentorship uh -huh. manager in Women in Localization UK. Mm -hmm. So uh, it has to do with all this training that I was talking about. It has mm -hmm. to do with all this showcasing. So my role mainly for Women in Localization is to um, talk to students and to try to um, make them join uh, Women in Localization and also go to universities and um, talk mm -hmm. and things like that. So it's very much similar to vendor management in the sense of like i want all the students to know about vendor management mm -hmm. and i want them to know about how the industry industry like actually works because it's not just you go freelance you find clients and that's it there is so much more they could do and maybe some people are not good as freelance maybe they prefer to work in a company or you know maybe they prefer to set up their own company instead of just being a one person band or or a team or um so so yeah that's that's how i kind of joined and, and that's why i joined um i don't know I, so far i think it's been really good because it's not only students because it's translation um studies usually that i go to mm -hmm. um, so it's not just uk students there is people from all over so then they go to their home town and they might join i don't know we may localization in romania mm -hmm. so it's also good because it just it spreads the word everywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm with you that people should know from an earlier stage, let's say not age, but stage. Because <laughs> I was already pretty old when I became a vendor manager. I mean, I was probably 36 or something or, or older, but I was still a young vendor manager because I was starting, right? So that's really nice. But I, I, I did meet people who did their, their internship as vendor managers, believe it or not. That trends oh, perfect. Okay. And uh, there's definitely one person I have in mind. If she listens to me, she knows who I'm talking about. It's Marta from Barcelona. So she's really now an executive in a big company somewhere, but uh, she definitely started as a vendor manager. So I think that that is an option that is probably not taking into, taken into consideration by many people. But I am with you that we, if we go and talk, because I, I've done that quite a few things, uh, a few times too, to go to universities, talk to translation students and people who have sometimes no idea or what, or what they can do with the skills that they have because they are studying translation, but they might not feel like that's the right fit from, for them to, to actually do language work. So I usually go there and just have a big PowerPoint with all the possible jobs that you can have at a big LSP, for example, right? And of course, vendor manager is always one of the ones I talk about the most. So that's that's really, really the way I see things. I guess we're on the same page in many ways, which is very nice. <laughs> we can talk more often <laughs> about this. <laughs> and it's true. I think we, we need to put the word out there that th this is a, a great opportunity and option. It gives you an overview on the industry, the company you work for, 
because you always are aware of the projects that are in the company and you, you know it's like a, a, it's like a, like you say the only one that i can think of that could be similar as a job is to be a, a project manager even if a project manager takes things takes things to another extreme but it's like it's an overview on what is happening in your company and in the industry and i think it's a very good position to be in at least i loved it and i see that you loved it and you love it too so <laughs> I guess once we do it, we'll we'll never forget about it. It's something that stays with us. So what would you say to someone who's just, you know, looking for their internship, their first job? Do you think that they should really, really take this as an option for a future career? Because it's true that people are looking for them. But the question is, how flexible are also uh, companies to, to onboard vendor managers who have no experience, right? So how prepared are they so where do we find this balance between you know having people who have no experience in the industry at all but are interested in the job and how do companies deal with them if they've never been involved sometimes with the company in general that's actually a good question because i think um some of the jobs that are out at the moment is because they are brand new roles so obviously they cannot put a student into it because it would be mm. crazy. Um, so I wonder, yeah, how much is the actual years of experience in the job description necessary? Mm -hmm. Really? Um, I believe, a, you know, a, project, um, a student could do it, you know, just buy the book. <laughs> oh, you, you have, have everything. Show it this again. is your own. <laughs> this is basically everything that you need to know from start to finish. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know, do a course. I'm sure there will be a couple of courses out in uh, in a few months uh, from Marta as well. Um, so it's really well, Marta, much... I don't know who this Marta is. Who is she? <laughs> uh, it's Marta Boer, and I think she was, uh, she's also helping in with the localization, uh, sorry, translation vendor management group. And uh, I know that she's working on some... Um, courses and she's also interested in kind of like this freelance vendor management and showcasing of the of the role um mm -hmm. so anyway i think you know generally people in the industry are trying to just show it more and, and train other people and things like that but um but just off the bat i would say if you have the company's policies and the company's kind of procedures and then you just adapt it to vendor management it's really not that hard <laughs> and uh, at least to start with obviously so the basic vendor management everyone could do and then once you want to move forward and do more relationship based maybe community management those are the things that you probably need to help with but mm -hmm. the basics of recruiting and stuff like that is just I think anyone could do it, yeah. And definitely students who are new to the industry, they will get all the overview, like you said, and they will also learn um, just the basics of the job as well. Mm -hmm. That's what I don't agree with you. I don't think anybody can do it. <laughs> anyone can do it. Actually, I, I people tell me, yeah. I think it actually is the kind of job that is so specific. It entails so much that I would say that I would be, I mean, I've been involved in the, in the, recruitment process of vendor managers which was really an experience in itself and I think it really worked these people are still vendor managers after all these years so I think so so I I, I do have a vision that it's a little bit more selective as a role 
than you, but I do understand that if you come from college, you're just open to a lot of things. And if you have someone to guide you, then it's probably uh, still a good fit for you. But then you have to evaluate. And I've seen a lot of people hating being a vendor manager. And I've seen a lot of people not ever wanting to be a vendor manager. <laughs> so I guess I guess if your if your soft skills are not very developed, or if you're not willing to just uh, be vulnerable and show yourself a lot, then it's a bit more complicated. But that's the way I see it. Maybe because I have been thinking about it a lot for long, long years. I mean, I became a vendor manager in 2014. So that was that was a long time ago. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely a subject that I love. And if you need me for anything, I'm here if there's anything that I can do at all. So yeah, it was great talking to you. It was great meeting you. And I'm sure that a lot of people will enjoy your book and, you know, really learn from it because that's what I'm going to do too. And then we will talk about it one of these days. Thank you so much for being here, Carmen. I really appreciate it. And I wish you the continuation of your happy vendor management life. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Have fun. Bye.